Happy Memorial Day weekend, Chapel's Corner. It's your host, Chapo. Yes, quarantine is a real thing. And people, um, plans as far as the whole year, you know what I mean, have been dashed. I know people who had, were supposed to have baby showers, couldn't have them. People who were supposed to travel, couldn't travel. Um, income has certainly changed for the better or worse for others. But the holiday weekend is here. Um, the crazy thing about I think this holiday or this year is like a lot of the holidays, either three-day weekends or fall on the weekend. Even 4th of July, I believe, is on a Saturday. So with that being said, it's like how is everybody spending their Memorial Day weekend? I personally am just going to keep it home and just keep it quiet. I feel like most of the residents in New York State have pretty much tried to get the fuck out of New York State. And the reason I say that is because um, New York beaches are not opening uh, for Memorial Day. They have no idea when they are going to open at all. I think they had said at first if they were going to open the beaches, they were just going to let people stroll on the beach, which to me is like a tease. Like, you know, you just just, just stroll by the water, you know, stroll by the water, glance, you know, breathe in that nice seawater air, and that's about it. You know, that's just a tease. Whereas other states like New Jersey and some surrounding states do have their beaches open. I personally know my coworker got in the car Thursday and just drove her ass. Everybody who got out of town got in the car out of town via car. She's in North Carolina now hanging out with cousins, okay? So if you're traveling, be safe. If you're home, you know, and you're trying to do something, nah, my neighbor's just been busting out the grill. Any nice day they have, they're tired of just sitting in the house. I mean, they putting out the grill. I didn't see one family uh, cut the whole, the guy cut the whole family's hair. I think he had sons in the house, nephews came over, and that day even his brothers came over. Everybody sat outside, took turns, they played the radio, and they had the mask on in case the police came out. It was just like putting people out two at a time, three at a time outside. But yeah, this is what we're dealing with concerning, uh, you know, coronavirus. So I personally am happy to just be off for the next two nights. Child, I'm tired. That's where the fuck I've been, Chapel's Corner, just tired as hell. Y'all need to pray for Team Essential. Special, special, special shout out to Team Essential because Team Essential is tired, 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 tired. We're getting worked down. I mean, beat down. Damn, damn, work down. Working our fingers to the bone, but beat the fuck down. So shout out to Team Essential. And I'm really, really hoping that the government gets some sense and um, do this hazardous pay thing because it's only right. You know, yes, people are staying at home and they're collecting an extra $600 a month of unemployment. Yes, you need the money because you haven't been working, but those who are working and keeping the country going. I mean, if these people were not working, you can't go to the supermarket. You cannot get gas. You can't go to the right at CVS. Who's going to give you your packages? They might going to ship your packages. You know, there's people out here that's actually still making uh, the country run. You know, without us, nothing would be open. And you're getting the same old pay. I mean, if you get your overtime, you get your overtime. Some companies are taking care of their uh, employees. And some just can't afford to do it. So hope the hazardous pay go through. And not only does it, um, the HEROES Act, I think it's called. It's called the HEROES Act. Hopefully they fix it up because from what I've read on Forbes, you all will get another stimulus check. Everybody get another stimulus check from the HEROES Act as well. It's supposed to be like phase four of the, of the uh, stimulating the economy. And then I think they said it's something about 6000 per household or per family. I guess going by tax returns again. So that's another thing that I'm pretty much hoping, you know, comes back you know, or, or gets passed because um, it's only right. You know, people risking their lives every day. I guess for the sake of a paycheck, some people just tired of being in the house. They don't have to go to work. And um, where the money at? Show me the money. Show me the money. 
Maybe take y'all back to Jerry Maguire. Show me the money. All right? Uncle Sam, help me help you. Help me help you. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Yeah. And on that note. Oh, I got some good news. I got some good news. Now, I believe it was two episodes. I did a uh, anniversary episode celebrating two years of Chapel's Corner. Just thanking you all so much for just simply listening to a bitch. No, no, no. Simply listening to one batshit crazy bitch, you know, and just thank you all for being there. And I shouted out Yvonne, Yvonne Rents, that I know for a fact she is like one, the, if not the longest supporter of Chapel's Corner. Faithfully, I mean, subscribes, even monthly contributes. She is here. Chapel's Corner, and I gave her a shout out, and I just I said it then. I said, you know, I feel like I know she's gonna hear this. You know, I just I just know you're still there, Yvonne. You know, like I know you're there. And then one day, I think I believe I got out of work, and you know, every day I got a rant. Every day something's on my mind. My mind's just going, and I checked my messages, and it said that I had a Chapel's Corner uh, message from the contact form, and it was from Yvonne. And I said, oh shoot! So I opened it up, and I just wanted to share uh, this quick message that she sent me with you all because it really made my day she says hell yes I ask if she's listening she says hell yes you know I'm listening laughing you're the best two years go by in a blink thanks for continuing to share your thoughts and life stories your podcast continues to be a bright spot and an entertaining break from all the negativity and depressing news these days lots of love from Nashville and that just touched my heart first of all I was just so happy that you got the message and I just want you to know that I got your message and it made my day. I love hearing from you all. I do hear from my uh, listeners from time to time. I have some people that I hear from. They check up on me like every now and again, especially if they, didn't, they don't hear me record in a while to say, hey, how you doing? And the thing what I realize about myself and I say, do I have a strong personality or do I have too much of a strong personality where people don't think I'm approachable? Because I'm super approachable. You know, it don't matter how many F-bombs a bitch drop in the episode or who the hell I'm roasting on the podcast episode, if I'm roasting anybody at all. You know, I am super approachable. But, Yvonne, thank you so much. Mad love from New York to Nashville. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I really love you from the bottom of my heart. It's like you all is really like uh, family in my head. And I remember an episode I, I did ask you all, I said, what am I to y'all in y'all head? Like, am I y'all crazy cousin, your crazy best friend, uh, your crazy neighbor, your co-worker, your crazy auntie? I got mind you somebody in your head because you come back and you keep supporting me. So, you know, I love you all. Thank you all for listening. Now, I was trying to find something to talk about uh, for this podcast episode. And it used to be before COVID and when I was really busy, I used to share articles with you all. Um, sometimes on dating and sometimes on other things. And I found this article written by this guy named Brian Zappertine entitled 10 Signs Your Boyfriend Has a Side Piece According to a Guy. Now, every time he writes uh, on this blog page that I, that I frequent, it always stands out to me because mostly it's women who talk um, from their perspective on life, dating, travel, um, dealing with exes, breakups, tough love advice for people you know who just can't get right type-ish, like, you know, if you need to hear it again, we're going to really give it to you straight, no chaser. And then here comes Brian one month. One month, Brian came in, and everything he, he uh, titles always says, according to a guy. Now, I personally always take the time to read his articles because not only do I want a woman's perspective, I already know how we feel, but I always love to hear the other side or hear from the other side, no matter how ignorant or, you know, educational or whatever. I just like to hear what the heck they got to say about it. So I think all women and men 
you know, depending on what you like, if, 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 you're, if you're straight, you know, you're bi or whatever your situation is. I think anybody when it comes to dating, I, I think we all have a like inner intuition or some kind of like gut instinctive feeling um, that will make us feel like our boyfriend may have a side piece or girlfriend may have a side piece or it's potentially just entertaining somebody else outside of the relationship. So in the past, when I've read Brian's articles, sometimes I agree with what he's saying, and sometimes Brian is just off, and I got to call Brian every kind of dumb, stupid-ass boy and whatever. Any kind of, uh, you know, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. I say everything, but we're going to see what he says here. All right, so I'm going to take a quick break, and when I come back, I'm going to share this article with you all entitled, 10 Signs Your Boyfriend Has a Side Piece According to a Guy by Brian Sapatine. See you all after the break. Mwah. Oh, Chopper's Corner, I can't tell you how happy I am to be home tonight. Like, I got two nights off, and I'm just like, ah. Oh, like, this bitch is so happy. I mean, like, I work overnight. So, nights that I work overnights, it's just good to wake up at just 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, just like, oh, I'm home, I'm home. But, boy, I tell you, they whipped my ass up in there. Then it got to the point, like I said, because I work for UPS, um, overnights we got back to peak hours for the holidays and this means we'll be starting anywhere from 12 o'clock now oh god every week it was going up fast because everybody keeps ordering online it's, it's the only way to get stuff now if you can't find anything in the store you're just going online hell people who was never even online shoppers that didn't even trust the computer put their credit card information they are now being forced to be online shoppers are becoming addicted you know they know their sales now free ship hey you know what I'm saying everybody's on it so with that being said, um, they was trying to uh, yell at some of us who would be coming in late, like an hour or two past 12, because it's hard getting up for 12. I mean, it's, it really is. When your body be beat down, because when I go to work, I work up. It's like a workout. Then you wake up for like 10, 11 o'clock to try to get to work. That feels different. So people are coming in at 1 and 2, and they're sitting there trying to be like, oh, you all were late. First of all, it's a global pandemic. Oh, you should see us when we be checking them. First of all, it's a global pandemic. Second of all, peak is only three weeks in December. What the fuck kind of spontaneous peak is this? Two, you need us. If you got a problem with people coming late, we'll gladly clock out. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying, no, no, just stop me. Come on in, come on in. Because they know they can't penalize us. This is, the, this is one of the most beautiful things about my job right now. They cannot penalize you for squat. Now, for, which even if they could, the worst thing they could do is suspend you for a day, maybe two days. We're in the union. It's so hard to get. I mean, you'd have to really literally abandon your job or steal. You understand what I'm saying? Or assault somebody. Something very serious in order to literally lose your job so at this point they can't even penalize you you know people's just getting away with murder i'm gonna show the fuck up when the fuck i show up i be coming in like Lindsay, are you all right i'm perfectly fine i'm here ain't i late i'm here ain't i what time you coming in late damn it see you when i see you supervisors be giving all of us wake-up calls are you coming in well i ain't call out did i Y'all know damn well if I ain't coming and I call out, I ain't never been a no call, no show. I will see you all when I see you all. And with that being said, they finally pushed up the time so that next week we get a little bit more sleep. So after these two nights, I start up at 1.30 and then we go on until I'm, I'm just hoping that it's just, you know, we just, you know, I just had to get that out there because I was checking people. I was checking the fuck out of people. And that's another reason I can't even come and record. Just tired as fuck. I don't mind being essential, but I do hope this heroes that go through so that, you know, uh, people can get um, their worth and their pay. I don't mind continuing having to work during this time where people stand at home because I'm thankful to still have a job. I'm thankful that I have the hours as well. But at the same time, y'all not going to abuse the fuck out of us. And on that note, y'all, I'm going to segue into the article that I want to share with y'all. 
10 signs, girl, that your boyfriend has a side piece, according to a guy. Okay. Now, Brian says, admittedly, there are a lot of guys who like to have their cake and eat it too. While this definitely doesn't apply to all guys, some of us have a tendency to juggle multiple girlfriends at the same time. You may think you've gotten a guy to commit to you, but here are some signs that could indicate that your boyfriend has another girl on the side, okay, or vice versa. One, he seems preoccupied. Juggling multi-women, multiple women isn't as easy as it sounds. Quite frankly, it doesn't sound that easy at all. That means it's easy for guys who have a side piece to be distracted or forgetful. Now, I will personally just stop right here and I just want to put my two cents in. I, I personally feel what, what most people know is that men are usually a little bit more sloppier. This is, this is the understanding. I'm not saying that women can't be sloppy and mixy and, with their cheating and get caught. But the general understanding is that men probably do it a little bit more frequently than women. Not saying that there's not some women out here who are sex nymphos or whatever, and they do it as well. I'm just saying, notoriously, it's men. And not only that, they're really sloppy with covering up their tracks. This is why they're always getting court numbers in their pocket, a uh, random text, you know, court. They're, they're, not, they're not that good with it. I told you about my homegirl at work, Annie, who was a professional cheater. And she was like, you know, my boyfriend, he, I'm sure he does what he does. She's like, but she's like, men are so obvious, like, they take the phone, they put it face down, their phone's always on silent, blah, blah, blah. She's like, well, when I'm doing what I'm doing, and when I'm stepping out on him, she's like, my phone, I leave my phone up, I leave my phone on as far as loud goes, because she says, people only hitting me on these uh, text me apps, which I guess she either disables or enables at night, or uh, uh, undownloads or delete and then re-downloads the app. It doesn't matter, but the way she pretty much moves about it is um, in a way that she's just smarter. Certain, she's only going to go out and meet a guy, you know, certain nights where she knows her boyfriend is going to be out for a while. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, she needs to know his pattern. She can't just let him leave or just get up while he's there and just make up an excuse, because she knows that he knows there's only so many places you're going to go. You know what I mean? And at certain times, like, he knows her well, too. So she knows how to map it out. And from what she's been telling me, she's been on about a six-year uh, not getting caught streak with this. Okay? Meanwhile, her man is a little bit more sloppier. So it says, um, that means it's easy for guys who have a side piece to become distracted or forgetful. After all, they're splitting their attention between you and some other girl or possibly other girls. Hell, they might even have a, a, a T in there, a trans. I, hey, it's 2020, man. I'm just telling, I'm just saying, I'm just saying what I already know. So it says here, if a guy mixes up or forgets your inside jokes with, which, or seems generally distracted while he's with you, his mind could be somewhere else. To be fair, there are a lot of things that could be distracting him, but thinking about another girl could be one of them. Now, I personally feel like if, if somebody seems preoccupied, I don't know that I'm, uh, his thoughts could be distant. He might not be listening to you. That's men, though. You know, like, they, they act like they're listeners, but now all men is, oh, both men is not good listeners. So what does preoccupied mean to me? I personally would say, like, too much in the phone texting or certain hours of the night, things are just pinging off, ping, ping, ping. Like, you know, it just seems like they got to tilt the phone this way or tilt the phone that way. Preoccupied could be that, too. Preoccupied girls would be um, if they are splitting their time, literally. With COVID now and quarantine, I know I made a whole episode on professional cheers where I said, I want to see how the hell they get away with this shit now. When you, when you can't go to work and all this stuff is closed in the gym and you can't say you out with your boys in the club, y'all got to get more creative. So I said, people probably making up excuses like, well, I'm going to go look for water again and toilet paper. 
Remember, water and toilet paper was one of those things I was really scared. So you could say I went to this store and I went to that store. Damn well, you ain't really go to any store, but everybody knows it probably would have took you a good 45 minutes to hour and a half. Probably going to this supermarket, leaving this county to go to that county, this borough to go to that. Mm-mm. Whatever y'all had to do, but preoccupied. Your attention is somewhere else, especially if that's not how they always been. Two, he says, he plays phone games. This should be obvious, but there's something sketchy about a guy who plays games with his phone. If he makes an effort to keep you away from it, he's probably hiding something. This doesn't always mean he has a second girlfriend, but even if he has flirty texts with a co-worker, he wants to keep you out of it. You should also keep a lookout for a guy with a second phone. Unless his job is super important and needs a special phone for business reasons, there's no good reason why your boyfriends need this, okay? Which is why my homegirl, she doesn't have a second phone, but she does the text me up on certain apps where... You know, she talks to them on that only. And she also says she specifically talks to guys who have girlfriends as well because she needs them to be preoccupied at times. She don't need nobody that's going to be looking for her all the time. She needs somebody that's going to understand that there's going to be times she's going to be with her boo and they're going to be with her boo too. Now, it says here, like, even if they're not cheating, flirty text. Now, this is the number one thing that I feel goes on in a lot of uh, men's phones, or maybe women too, is flirty text messages uh, with co-workers it could be homegirls that they used to sleep with and don't sleep with no more or just people it could be harmless flirting but that's a i think that's the number one reason next is new pictures that people probably voluntarily send or new pictures that they probably sent themselves it all depends because it used to be a time where you know your phone you just give it to somebody and, and they use it and it's not a big deal but nowadays these days even when you anybody's phone i'm touching i just be like look i just wanted to use this one little thing I'll, my phone down, let me use it. Here, get your phone right back. It's something about holding somebody's phone these days. You be just feeling like any random moment now, some notification gonna, notification going to come up talking about some you up with an eggplant, question mark, question mark, question mark. You're like, oh, shoot, this, nigga about, this bitch about to get some dick. This nigga about to get, you know, like, it's too much. But that's the truth. Why is somebody's phone always off guard? Why are they always playing with games with their phone? Yes, we do lock our phones. I lock my phone, too. But the truth of the matter is, like, I don't have too much to hide in my phone so much as I lock my phone in case it gets stolen. But you got people that's just like, the whole, your whole phone is your life these days, you know? Now, a second phone, I do believe is suspect. I got a funny about it. I got a funny story about a second phone. Years ago, I had a neighbor across the street. It was a couple. They lived across the street. The girl, she seemed a little bit more like she was dominant and she wore the pants in the relationship. Whereas the guy uh, seemed to be like the girl or the, or the more, I don't know. It just seemed like he just let her do have a way. Now, I'll never forget one day I was just looking out my window like people regularly, randomly do. It had to be full. And I was just looking out uh, the window. And all of a sudden, I seen the car in front of their house. The alarm just opened up. And you saw the light go off. So I'm like, okay, this car just went off, but I don't see anybody outside. I said, well, maybe the person's inside and... They just want to make sure that by the time they get to the car, they're probably moving fast, like the car's already unlocked, da 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 So I waited. I don't know where this person was going to come from. All of a sudden, I seen the front door fly open, and the guy was running out of the front door, running down the stairs, and he looked like he was running for his life. I'm like, damn, what's chasing you? Like, 
What's coming? You know what I'm saying? So now, you know, you got my attention. You got the guy running. I'm like, oh, he must be in a real rush. But he left the screen door wide open and the front door wide open. And then he jumped in the car. Now, when he jumps in the car, I noticed that the girl comes running out the house. The girlfriend, she has a red robe on. And she's over there like, get the fuck back over here, nigga. All this nonsense. I said, oh, shoot. So now I'm in my window, but I'm not like in, in my window. You know, you got to do like the step to the side. It kind of look, look through the shades kind of thing. I'm like, ooh, it's going to get juicy. Yeah, I did not have enough time to get the popcorn, so I sat there. And I'm like, what's going on here? And so before he could really uh, close the car door, she she's so fast. This girl is like a running back. Like she was so fast. She already like held the door so he couldn't close it. And she jumps in the car and she starts assaulting him. I said, oh. So now he gets out the, uh, she wrestles the keys from him. And then she's like, you're not going anywhere. And she goes back in the house. And she goes back in the house and he goes back in the house after her. I don't know what's going on in the house. But I know at one point, um, at one point he tried to get to her car. So he came out with her keys, tried to get to her car. Now she's strong. Like I said, she's she's a more stronger, dominant uh, person in the relationship. So she starts threatening him and slapping him up. Like, get out or get away from my car. What you going in my car for? He's like, I know it's in there. I know it's in He keeps saying, I know it's in there. You're talking about me and what I'm doing, but I know that it's in there. I'm like, what's in there? What's in there? Drugs? What? Like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's, what's in there? Something's in that car. And she stood by her car and she pretty much was like, no, no, no. Like, um, you ain't going in my car. Now, she waits for him to go inside the house, but into the back, back rooms. And I saw her. I saw her look into the house from her front steps and make sure, like, she's, her head is looking like, where is he at? Where is he at? Then I seen her hurry up and run, unlock her car door. She popped the hood of her trunk. And she got something from out the hood of her trunk. It was a phone. And then she took the phone and she turned it off. And then she like stuffed it in her bra or something like that. And then another, I was like, oh, she got, I was like, that's what he was trying to get out the car. So not only, he would have not found it in the car, but I guess he knows where her stash box is. Because some people do stash stuff under the, the hoods of cars. I know people have personally put guns hey, and, and, and stash them inside or under the hood of a car. God forbid they get pulled over kind of thing, you know. But people do put stuff in the hood of the car, depending on what the hell you're hiding. And there's probably little pockets there. And that's like what she did. Man, that thing went on for the longest time. But I was like, oh, you you ragging on him. I was like, but he know that you doing stuff. You got to call a phone in the car. Anybody got a second phone um, is a problem. I remember I was talking to a guy one time. And I think I wasn't answering his text message. But he has a texting style. And then I think because he wanted to see if he was blocked or something, he accidentally, because, you know, guys, they slow. You texting people bitches from this phone and you texting bitches from that phone. He texts me from this other number. The other number had a completely different area code. You could tell it was a voice over IP, a voice, you know, VOIP little thing or a, a text me now or something. And I said, well, who was this? And he said it was so-and-so. So that's when I knew, wait a minute, why am I just now finding about the second phone number now? You know what I'm saying? So I was like, oh, you can't take this guy too seriously because it doesn't make any sense. And then he was like, oh, you know, I was like, he tried to make some... A fugazi ass excuse, but you could pretty much tell that he was like, damn, you know, like I was moving too fast. I didn't realize that she don't have this number because I was like, what number is this? And then it just got funny from there. I was like, yeah, I'm good. So, yeah, I would think that a second phone somewhere is kind of suspect, especially if it's not from the job. Four, his crazy exes keep contacting him. This is one of great cover ups for any guy who has a side piece. He'll just claim that his crazy ex girlfriend won't stop calling and texting. But really, he's texting his side piece and lying so you won't get suspicious. If he can get you to believe it, this is kind of a perfect scheme because he makes him look like a sympathetic victim. However, how many guys actually have a how many guys actually have a crazy ex who's always texting them? The number is small, which is why you ladies shouldn't fall for this lie. Um crazy exes. 
I mean, even if a crazy ex is calling and it's true, I do have a problem with the person who claims that the ex is crazy and is constantly entertaining them, whether it's some kind of low-key fear for the person or their ego is kind of stroked because of it. But yeah, and then there's the whole thing like, are you the exes that still maybe even sleep together? It might even, it, like he said, it might not even be a crazy ex. It could just be like this girl's calling at the wrong time. I forgot to put my phone on do not disturb. Or I might have forgot to block her for the night or turn my phone off. You know what I'm saying? But the point is, now I got to explain who is bringing off this phone. Nobody ever been with a man whose phone is just pinging on ping, ping, ping. Like one text message, two minutes, and then you didn't answer. Ping, ping. You're like, damn, are you going to get that? And niggas are sitting there acting stupid like they don't hear the shit. Ping, ping, ping. Okay, so we just go act like ain't nothing pinging off in this motherfucking house. Okay. All right, because I'm just deaf, blind, and dumb. You're right. Five. He smells different. Ooh. Is there ladies out there who still sniffing on their man when they come back in the house and see what the hell they... Ooh, child. I did that with my first love. I was doing that for 17, 18. He was such a slut. If he came around, man, I'm pulling down them drugs. And what is going on here? You know? Sheesh. You know? And you better smell good. You better smell like something. You better smell like you shower or something fresh down there. Hell, you can smell a little musty if you ain't washed up yet. But you better not smell like somebody's vagina. Okay, he says. So... The way someone smells is circumstantial evidence at best. Jumped in to conclude, or the guy could have perfume on him. He could have been hugging up on a girl and she might smell like perfume. You know, some people's perfumes are strong. Same thing with men. Uh, women get caught like that sometimes too, hugging on a guy. Sometimes their cologne or their aftershave, but for some reason it just lingers on. Clings to the clothes. I ain't going home and you don't realize you smell like the next guy. Jumping to conclusions about how a guy smells can also make you feel a little paranoid. That being said, if a guy has multiple girlfriends, he could smell different after being around her. That's what I'm saying. He could also wear a little extra cologne. Or why is it that if he left you to go out hang out with the boys and he wasn't at the gym, and, he, and the type of person at that, at the gym, who takes a shower at the gym before he comes home, why did he leave you one way and come coming back a little too clean? Did he take a shower at his house before he came up? Did he use a wash rag or show these house? Before she, you know, you got to ask yourself these things. So it says he could also wear a little extra cologne or take extra showers to help cover up the stench of his side piece. It's not conclusive, but a different smell can be evidence that he's juggling multiple women. I totally agree with that. I know I think that uh, that's always a telltale sign, especially if maybe makeup. Some women's makeup brush up on guys' shirts. You got lipstick on collars. Some guys get kissed on. They're so tipsy and they come at you. You know, oh, I had a, I had a guy that I was dating one time literally come to my house and his fly was already down. And his fly was open. And his, not only was his fly open, the pants was unbuttoned. And I remember I, it, he didn't realize it. It seemed like he just hurried up and jumped. And I was like, why is your pants unbuttoned? Why is your pants unbuttoned your, your pants zipped down? Now, I already knew he was a cheater. And he was like, what do you mean? Why? Like, I'm like, you just got dropped off by your male friend. I know you're not sitting in the car with your male friend with your damn pants unbuttoned. Like, that, this is like, ah, it's not like you. So finally, after pressing him and stuff, he finally said that there was, there was a, a girl. Him and his mans was out chilling and they ran into a um, homegirl from around the way she wanted to ride he started rushing right ride in the back seat next thing you know they, they him and his friend stopped for food she said she didn't have no money for food he ended up buying her something light to eat and then at one point um when they were all sitting in the car waiting for his friend to come back to the car she's like come join me in the back seat and she ended up giving him oral now after that they dropped her off he jumped in the front seat of the car and it got dropped off by my house all this got ha- happened so fast that this is why he's coming into my house right now with his pants unbuttoned and zipping down. Because like I said, guys are mixy. And um, they, they don't really cover up as well as women do. So he got caught that time. That was like, that was a, you're X'd out, you know. Six, he says, he avoids commitment. Let's be honest. There are lots of reasons why guys avoid commitment. Of course, having another girl on the side is one of those reasons. If you're pushing to take things to the next level and he resists, he could be seeing someone else without telling you. 
In a way, he's doing the right thing, kind of. But if he doesn't want to be Facebook official, there could be another person in the mix. Well, yeah, I mean, when somebody tells you that they're not ready for any kind of relationship, it could just be the time in their life, and it could just be because they want to play around. I always personally said, listen to what a guy says. Like, if you're trying to aim for a relationship or something serious and a guy's saying no, uh, usually no means no for for a reason. I know a lot of people are just going to still sit there and hope that if I hang around or sleep with them, some, you know, things might change and I might move from the back seat to the front seat or whatever it is. But um, guys, certain guys, at least I respect that much. You're not getting into a relationship so much as you know. At this point in my life, I'm trying to just be all over the place like bed hop, you know, and just be a total slut. I can respect that. But um, in that situation, you just know the guy's not serious. So at least you're not dating him or in a relationship with him. Seven, he's still on dating sites. I can't get, I can't understand how, I know people that met people on Tinder and then I guess they started dating and be in a relationship, but they both have Tinder profiles up or whatever. How, how does that work? Like, well, at one point y'all gonna have this conversation about either disabling the pages or taking them down or whatever until, I, I, I don't even, I personally, I don't know that I could even, I don't know that I even want to talk to anybody else that I know that I actually knows on a dating site and is still active. It doesn't make any sense. And you're visiting every day, and every day when you open up, it's suggesting to you new people that you might be compatible with or in your area or five minutes away or who just logged in. What are you looking for? If you're on a dating site and you're already in a relationship, what are you looking for? In a really, you're, you know, trying to have your cake and eat it too. If you find out that your boyfriend keeps his profile on dating sites active, he's probably not 100% all in. Even if he doesn't have a girl on his side, this is a good sign he's at least open to the possibility. Let's be honest. Nobody in a relationship needs to be on a dating app. That's what I said. You should always be suspicious of guys who don't erase those apps from their phone a few months into your relationship. Right. That's what I'm saying. Maybe not right away because they're not thinking about it. But as you all are progressing and getting serious, when are you going to disable that page? Taking a swig of water now, guys. Ooh. Ugh. You hear them ice chips? Oh, my God. Ooh, I love cold water. I swear, I, I, I drink cold water like this, and I'm just damn near busting to an orgasm. Why? I don't know. It's just, whoo. But, yes, it's a sign that he's probably not 100% all in. Even if he doesn't have a girl on the side, this is a good sign that he's at least open to possibility. And, last, like I said before, let's be honest, nobody in a relationship needs to be on a dating app. All right? Period. Eight, his job keeps him busy. Okay, working, 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 working late. Working late um, in a job or a field that doesn't make any sense, you know. Always using work as an excuse. Oh, they got to leave you now because they got to go to work. It says here, okay, some people actually have super important jobs that keep them occupied 50 to 60 hours a week. But unless your boyfriend has one of those jobs, and you would have to know this about him already. You know, there is, that's just what I'm saying by certain jobs where you're working late and it doesn't make sense that you're working late. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, let me see, um, the library closes maybe 8 o'clock at night. Now the library is actually going to stay late at 2 o'clock in the morning. That doesn't make sense to me. If you're a librarian or you work in a library as even a, a, a damn receptionist or whatever guy, you know what I'm saying? In the li- no, that doesn't make sense. You got to, you got to, uh, Use your brain here. So it says, the, um, unless the guy is working 50 to 60 hours a week, those are the only times you should accept the working late as a viable excuse. A guy with a side piece will use this excuse for as long as it keeps working. Based on your boyfriend's job, you should be able to tell if he holds any weight or not. And then some guys, you know, when they're doing that, they don't even have the type of job where you could call. My job is the type of job you can't call. You cannot call me at UPS. 
You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what I'm saying. That's why a lot of people at UPS are cheaters. I know people they have at home and they mess around. And there's a lot of mingling and fraternizing at my job. And a lot of people is either married at home or stuff like that. But the truth of the matter is some nights they say they to their significant other they're going to work and they're not going to work. And the other person calling out and they're meeting up and doing something somewhere. That's a fact. Because wifey cannot call and say, hello, I'm, I'm looking to speak to um, John Jameson because you can't call UPS and get an extension or anything like that. You got to wait for us to get to our phone and we can only get to our phone on break. No phones allowed in the building unless you're a supervisor or a higher up. OK, so certain jobs like that. And, and you know, a lot of people can use is UPS as an excuse to either work late or start earlier because the start times are never the same. We could start at 4 a.m. one day all the way till nine. We could start at three, depending on the workload. With the bigger the workload, the earlier we got to start. You know, we can start at 12. But the point is, your spouse knows every week you don't, you're not a, you don't got a regular 9 to 5 schedule. It could change every week. So you could lie. Even if you're not messing with somebody at the job, UPS is one of those jobs that could provide room to be like, well, we're starting earlier tonight. We're starting two hours earlier. Meanwhile, you're probably meeting up with your side piece for a good two hours and then leaving her house to go to work. Your wife will never know. You know what I'm saying? Because I understand as well, that's how they go over there at the UPS. So, um, yeah, like it says, based on your boyfriend's job, you should be able to tell if he holds any weight or not. If it doesn't, he might have a second girl on the side. Nine, his sex drive is down. Yeah, I think that could be definitely because they've already busted a nut somewhere. I don't find, I find it a little strange. I don't know when people get married, they say they have sex less and less, but I do find it a little odd when you're in a relationship with men are supposed to be able, after they say they can't go a week without, I'm sure they could go longer, they just don't have self-control. But it seems like after a while they need to release. So it seems like some time's going by and they're not releasing, they don't seem content and they're not even pestering you for sex and you're not the one saying, I have a headache, I'm tired tonight, honey. Something is wrong here. So he says, to be fair, there are a lot of reasons why your boyfriend's sex drive could be down or done. Of course, getting it somewhere else is one of those reasons. Obviously, he won't be in the mood if he's sleeping with somebody else. He might also feel more connected with the other person than with you. In addition to his sex drive, a lack of cuddling and affection can also indicate that his feelings are being split with another person. 10, you've never met any of his friends. Now, if you never met somebody's friends, I don't know that that means that he has a side piece, has a side piece. It could mean that you're the side piece, and it could also mean that he's just not serious, that serious about you, period. Hell, it could even be that his friends are dirtbags. If people have friends that are not that trustworthy, and next thing you know, they're trying to sleep with your girlfriend. So it could be a thousand reasons why not you haven't met somebody's friends, but at some point, you should be able to have met their friends. So it says, at some point, you're going to have to meet your boyfriend's friends, right? If he's always stonewalling that, something is up. Maybe they met his other girlfriend. Yep. And he doesn't want to confuse them by introducing them to somebody else because guys are dumb. Next thing you know, uh, they're meeting Missy and calling Missy Jane. You know what I'm saying? And Missy's like, who the fuck is Jane? I'm Missy. And they're like, oh, shit, my bad. Because maybe this guy got us. You know how guys are? They do that vertigo shit. Remember um, Alfred Hitchcock's vertigo? Like, the the girl he he thought he was in love with uh, supposedly fell off the building and then he found a girl that looked similar to her and then changed her up um, outfit walk talk hair dress everything that she could look just like this uh, woman you know some people they date uh, a certain type like blondes or whatever you see Dog the Bonnie Hunter now uh, Beth passed away the first person that he tried to go in and get engaged to was Moon her best friend and made honor Moon was kind of like a little uh, thick. Uh, short, blonde-haired woman. And now they canceled that out because the family was like, that's a dub, that's disrespectful because you was the best friend, now you're going to come in here. No. So they left that alone, and now he's about to get married to, he's engaged to another woman who's the same thing. Thick, short, white woman with blonde hair. You know, some guys gravitate. But if you got friends coming around, they might have they met a girl once. Mary. 
Now they sitting there meeting Tina. They call Mary Tina and Tina Mary. Jigs up. Who the fuck is Tina? Why is that? What? Nope. Mm-mm. Okay, they said maybe they've met his other girlfriend. And he doesn't want to confuse them by introducing them to somebody else. For what it's worth, there are other explanations for him not introducing you to his friends. Like I said, like maybe you're just not the one. But it's a good indication that he's playing some kind of weird game with the relationship. And lastly, Brian says he overcompensates. Guys with a side piece sometimes feel guilty. Oh, yes. And then they're going to start spinning you. Like, it's excessive. Like, you already know how they are, but for some reason they're coming out, going out their way to be kind of a guilty conscious shit. So he says, if your boyfriend is suddenly nicer than usual or showering you with presents for no reason, give me all these compliments. I mean, it's nice, but you just like, this is so fucking random, you know, like out of the blue, like, okay, who died and snatched your body? Like, bring my man back because this is nice, but this isn't you. It says that your obvious and your obviously your instincts should be your first instinct should be feeling suspicious. But if he's suddenly nice or acting out of character, it's possible he's acting that way out of guilt for having another girlfriend on the side. Okay, I think these days the telltale sign if you can't get into somebody's phone or whatever, because I know women definitely do try, is just um, how they move. Hell, when you go to sleep, uh, if you're asleep with them or if you're at their house, like, do they more on their phone when you step out of the room? Do you catch them trying to put their phone away, like, answering quick texts, and when you come back, just put it down? You know, there's people that do that, too. Or they think you're sleeping, and then when you're looking at it, you're like, hey, I noticed that every time I fall asleep, that's all of a sudden the time. That, not just looking at your phone, because there's a thousand things you can do on your phone. It does not mean that somebody's texting. But, you know, you can see them just engaging, just, who you texting now? Why, you gotta, why does most of your phone activities seem to be either when I leave the house or when we're apart or when I leave the room for a second? Ran out to the store for a run. I come back. Now you're all like, oh, let me put the phone down. And Hey, baby, you ready? Ready for what? I mean, are you ready? Nigga, bitch, are you ready? You look occupied. I'm not the one texting whoever the hell I'm texting. I think it's a, it's a thousand ways, really. Um, hell, you might call them on the phone and hear something in the background. Oh, boy, you know, a lot of people like. And now these days, you got the face on. I don't know bitches out telling nigga, turn the, turn the, I want to see the whole room. You know what I'm saying? Let me see. The, let me see, then turn the camera all around. Probably got the bitch on the floor just slithering like a snake into all kind of tight areas and spaces. Like, move to the left, bitch. I'm going around this way. Span to the right, bitch. I'm bringing the camera back around. Shut up. You know, stuff like that. Oh, guys, if you're with them, or women, if you're with them, whatever, whoever your partner is, and for some reason, every time they take the call, they got to take the call in another room. Not every call. But certain calls, you'll notice that it's certain calls. Also, what is the tone of the voice when they're taking these other calls in the other room? Is it kind of flirty? Is it kind of like, are they giggling? Sounds like somebody's flirting with them. Like, what's the basis for that? Or maybe you know somebody who's more, uh, I know I have people who put most of their calls on speaker. Not because they're trying to let everybody know the business, they're just speaker people. Just up, boop, y'all, you know, they don't even tell people they're on speaker, they're just talking because because really, I guess what they're basically saying is I can let this conversation be on speaker because I know this person's not going to say anything, uh, whether it's a woman, a male, or whatever. The point is it's a safe conversation, there's nothing going on here. Anybody can hear it, this is why it's on speaker. But then if you have certain calls coming where the person's all of a sudden, like they pick it up, they're putting the phone to the ear, hello? And then they're moving away a little, okay, something's up now. Who the hell is that? That now whatever the hell they're saying can't be heard out loud so much. You know what I mean? That, 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 that's telling. The point is, only you can tell uh, your, what your partner is doing that's a little odd or different, okay, um, you know, in that nature. But I do believe that most men, if not, have flirtatious text. Hell, half people got, half people got work wives and work husbands, and then they just flirt with people that they used to mess with or people that still have their numbers and 
Then you got women that just call and just be like, hey, you're still in a relationship because, you know, I had something I really wanted to tell you that I wanted to do with you. And then that piques the guy's interest. Well, what, what was that, honey? Oh, well, you know, I'm shy. Oh, don't be shy around me. And it could, it could just be a simple conversation like that. A man, a woman, see, know that you've seen that text on their phone. They know it's going to be over for them. Just can't see it. Now, are there relationships where partners probably are trusting? You know my passcode, how you can hold my phone, and if it rings, you could you pick it up if you want, or don't pick it up. But the point is, hold my phone, I don't care. Or, you know, Yes, and that's trust. You know, that is trust. At some point, you got to be able to execute some kind of trust. But I do feel like there's like this taboo stigma with your phone. It's just like everybody's phone is like they're everything. It's like so personal. It's not just your bank account information. Your cards are stored on here and your passwords and all these other stuff. It's really a lot more on these phones these days. Between Snapchat and all these other different things you could do is, you know, people's like, listen, I don't want, I don't want anybody to know my business. Somebody might say, let me Google something on your phone real quick and end up dropping the next, next thing you know, they open up a web page and you can get all your pornos is still up from the night before. Like, okay, freak a leak. Like, okay, okay. They acting like they don't see it, but they're like, I'll see it, I'll see it. This bitch is a freak. It'd be like that. So, yeah, on that note, Chapel's Corner, I think I'm going to wrap up today's episode. But like I said, I want you all to have a safe, healthy, happy Memorial Day weekend, whether it's a light fun, no fun, or just chilling. Um, you know, just try to be thankful. And most of all, let's hope all of this be us. I don't know when this is going to end, but, um, you know, Trying to get through it. I love you all. See you all next time here on Chapel's Corner. Mwah.